Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the matinee? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Howard J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the punk Introducing for your listening pleasure. Here we go, the High Fives podcast episode 83. Michael? Nathan, how are you? Good, good. And you? I'm doing all right. All right. Episode 83. It's the cover art Vandalay episode. <laughs> you like that? I do like that. How long did you work on that? <laughs> it just came to me. I was thinking about the title all day, and I was just going to come here with cover art. And then I started thinking about Seinfeld at some point and Art Vandalay came into my mind. And then I thought, I, I've started watching Wheel of Fortune again. I don't know if we've talked about this yet. But yeah, like, you've talked about the last two episodes about Wheel of Fortune. Okay. <laughs> so never miss an opportunity to talk about Pat and Vanna. Yeah. Uh, they have like, <laughs> I believe that. I don't, I don't know that for fact. Is it, is it a fact? Well, or are you just making that up? He's a he's a he's a trumper for sure. All that's right. that that's psychopathic in my mind. Separate the art from the artist, right? <laughs> Dude knows how to call a call a spinning wheel though. Absolutely. Absolutely he does. Um, and uh and so anyways, I'm watching Wheel of Fortune and they have this it's called before and after, like that's one of the categories. So the middle word ties the first word and the second word. So that's what this is. This is a before and after cover art Vandalay. Like it. We have done this topic in some way, shape or form, but not all the way through. We've only done the appetizer. We just haven't the, done the full meal. Just on the mixtape thing, right? Yeah, I think it was on the mixtape, the or so, a record challenge maybe. Or something one like that, yeah. yeah. Right. And I, I even, do you remember what you picked for, I for do. cover art? I do. What was it? What's well, in my list here again, so I'm not going to tell you. Oh, you used it again? Well, you can't back off it. <laughs> I did. All I right. backed right off it. Good. I, I like used, it. I think I used Caution, uh, Hot Water Music. You did. Scott Sinclair as 100% the artist. 100% you did. Yeah. I like Scott Sinclair. I, I like his art a lot. Um, I, I, I love the fact that they've had, that band has had an artist throughout their entire career and keep using him right like i think that's really neat let's let's talk about the elephant in the room like this is the last episode in the virtual room because we're not actually in a room once again yeah people don't need to we, know that. we didn't make it we didn't make it this year we're still i don't think we'll ever do it again this is how we do it from now on in closets uh, i don't like that I, I like to hold on to the fact that i might see you in person in my house <laughs> with snacks do you yeah i do miss you all right. I miss you too, Mike. I, I hope it happens for us too. Which, it really was a do. tough year though. We had like, we were dealing with sicknesses, deaths, like 
Yeah, vacations. a lot happened. We had like and and the world opened up a little bit. Yeah, vacations happened again, right? Like, I think we missed how many do we miss? We this missed year? two episodes. Two episodes, which is, all right, which is more than normal. But thank you guys for sticking with us in our random schedule. And I mean, I think we recorded the last two episodes pretty close together. So like this one yeah, seems we like did. we haven't seen each other for a while or talked about music for a while, but maybe no one noticed. <laughs> Are you going to do your December one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're you're decided, you're you're definitive on that. I'm going to work my hardest to get it out, but we'll see. All right. I don't like to commit, Nate. <laughs> I like how you put that caveat on it every year. Like, you know, just in case I don't feel like it, I, I'm going to work towards it. But, you know, I'm not making any promises. The, like, three people that listen to it might be disappointed. <laughs> see, last year you said it was only one. So at least you're building confidence year over year. Yeah. Mike, what? type of cover art draws you in i know you're you're a big supporter of cover art that's that's something that could that could sell you or push you away from an album yeah so uh, specifically like if you see something that catches your eye i will listen to it uh yeah and without knowing much about a band if i see cool cover art i'll be like ah it's worth checking out also the exact opposite way like if i see shitty cover art i'm like eh, maybe i'll I'll go back to that later unless I read a good review or something. Um, I don't know if I have a s singular like thing that catches my eye, but um, I, I'm not cultured enough to be like, Oh, I like this kind of art or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, there's, there's certain tropes in art in, in album art that like you can define what that genre is going to be. Like if you look at an album and it's got like, uh, a landscape or something with like clean writing you're like oh that's probably going to be like an emo or a hardcore album so I, right. I might be interested in that or like there's the typical pop punk look or something like that or like so there's certain stuff I'll, that'll grab my eye i guess but i don't know if it's anything definitive how about you yeah i'm a no rhyme no reason kind of guy myself and that's like kind of across the board like it's not specific to album art it's just specific to all kinds of art like i don't I like what I like and I don't like what I don't like. There's no, it's not like, oh, I like this specific style of art or I like that specific style. I, I like lots of different styles and I can't really define. I mean, I, I can certainly define why I like something, but like not specific to a style. Yeah, I, I would say I'm exactly the same. But uh, I was thinking about also thinking about that trope thing. It was like, it's like band promo shots. <laughs> I know that doesn't yeah. happen as much anymore, but if you look at a band promo shot, you can totally tell yeah. what kind of band they're going to be just by like. But okay, so this gets to the the question I have around, do you like a band photo as a cover art? Because that there's a lot oh. of records out there that have the band photo as the cover art. And sometimes it looks like that press photo. And other <laughs> times it's it done a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, uh, that's tough because the Clash is self-titled, looks great. And it's a, I guess it's a, it's them, right? Well, and the Ramones do it yeah, almost every Yeah, and the Ramones album. are good. But then, yeah, there's those ones where it's like, dude, crossing his arms. The Bad Religion, Stranger Than Fiction one always gets me because it looks, it looks like they're all trying to look so tough. Ugh and moody and i mean it's <laughs> it's maybe my favorite bad religion album but that cover to me is just yeah like it's it's hilarious like if that was the your first introduction to bad religion you like you walk into a record store and you'd never heard the name or anything and you saw that cover would you be like i should pick that up 
Probably right? not. <laughs> like, who are these guys? And then Weezer, right? Like, like you look at the blue yeah, album. Yeah, but right? that's a good one. Arguably their best. Yeah, it is a good one. But I mean, it's because it has purpose. It doesn't look like a press shot. It looks like it looks like album art. And it looks like what it sounds like, like a bunch of like, <laughs> yeah. like it just looks, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So you're undecided. It can be good. It can be bad. Yeah, it's like all of like it's like you said, I have no rhyme or reason, but I know what I like when I like it. And I know when I see something I don't like and why I don't like it, but I can't pigeonhole it into like a, a specific art genre that I'm like, okay, that's the thing I like. Maybe after we go through right. my list, we'll like see something. There's definitely one pattern in it. And that I was just making fun of myself when I picked, when I picked the albums, because I didn't catch on that until later on, but we'll, we'll see if you make fun of me for it. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. You do for, like to mock um, me. <laughs> in a fun way, in a oh. friendly pat on the back <laughs> sort of way. I wouldn't like think you were my jovial. friend if you didn't it's, make fun of me. Yeah, it's jovial. Yeah, oh, I love it. I'm not I'm not <laughs> criticizing you. Oh, okay. It sounded critical. No, sounded no, a little no, critical. no, no. I'm not crying over here. Did you have a name for this episode by any chance? Just no, I know I, that you I, like to come up with names too. No, I didn't actually. My thing says... Episode 83, album artwork <laughs> in italics. Wow. Zero effort this time around. Like, just zero. So, Nate, what have you been listening to? It's a great question, Mike. Let me tell you. Uh, the first one out the gates is an album that came out. I don't know when it came out. This year, for sure. But I, I can't tell you much more than that. Uh, the album's called The View Never Changes. The band is called Summer Brews. Um, I think I, I put this one in my... Friday special. What do we call that? Friday special. That's what I call it. The Friday special. Uh, but it was an older EP. Um, this is not that album. This is their new album. This comes from this year. Um, let me tell you who this, this record was inspired by. According to Summer Brews, it was inspired by Chicago, Roswell Kid, Stars Hollow, Prince Daddy and the Hyena, Pavement, Elliot Smith, and more. One of those is not like the other. Yeah, there's a couple in there that are a <laughs> well, little different. definitely from not the like others. the other. This album's full of blunt personal lyrics that tells the story of this record. Melancholy lyrics paired with upbeat melodies, self-discovery and self-reflection mixed with disappointment. It's emo and orgcore, Mike. It's it's of that vein. It's of that category. It sounds like my um, life. <laughs> Does it? Is that your life? Melancholy with upbeat melodies? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's what that's I have good. tattooed I like on that. my arm. You should put that as your as your Twitter descriptor. <laughs> you know, once you go blue. Uh, my second one is called Hot Mass. You heard of these guys? Hot Mass? I have not. I not Hot Mess, but Hot Mass. That's right. Because there's a band called Hot Mess. It's pretty good. No, this is Hot Mass. Okay. It's different. Uh, the album's called Happy, Smiling, Living the Dream. They're from the UK. Is Hot Mess from the UK? No. You got me worried there for a moment. I was like, no, Is Hot, it Hot Mess, Mess, I think, from Sweden. I don't Sweden. think so. All right. So this band's not from Sweden. They're from the UK. They're self-described as a melodic, grunge-fueled, indie, popping, jaw-dropping, punk banger, awash, with defiant, upbeat lyricism. Also kind of like my life. 
<laughs> lots of layers. Lots of layers. Lots of layer, layers, Mike. Layers. <laughs> layers on this levels, record. Levels. Lots to digest. Uh, this is their sophomore record. Uh, my third choice is a band that you threw my way, J.R. Slayer. Oh, yeah, this is great. Who has the other Votilato, mm-hmm. Cody Votilato, for all you fans of Blood Brothers out there. Um, yeah, this is a great album. Only five songs, but like a diverse collection of songs, bookended by a couple of acoustic songs. Um, nothing feels the same on this album, but it still feels all very connected. Um, yeah, it's just something that I, I I keep coming back to time and time again. I think the shortness of the record makes it really good, too. I know it's a weird thing to say, but like if it was like a really long album, it would feel like tedious. But because it's like so short, it's like it works so well. Yeah, I get that. It's good insight, Mike. Mm-hmm. I like to give my insight. You're the color guy. Yeah. Are you the color guy or the play-by-play? Color. You you're that? definitely play-by-play. I'm, I'm the color. I'm play-by-play. All right. My last one, some hometown guys. This is Quit It and their new album, Spilling Out. It's their follow-up to their self-titled EP. Um, this is the River Jacks for all you kids that know who the River Jacks are, um, at least in members, that was reinvented through the pandemic. And like when I say reinvented, I mean reinvented. Like this band really changed and uh and changed for the better i really really like this album um this album is a self-described socio-political anthemic punk album uh, all members take a turn singing which i really like including the drummer um not just singing but also penning lyrics uh, which really adds to the album's diverse songwriting um i really like that when you've got so many so much collaboration within the band and not only within the writing, but within, you know, the the shaping of songs and, and also, you know, having different vocalists um, throughout the song uh, or throughout the album. Um, So yeah, very diverse songwriting uh, with a main thread of critical analysis, accountability and hope running through it. And this was also recorded by Jesse Gander of DBS fame. Yeah. Did you know that Mike? I did know that actually. Oh, all right. I thought I was bringing you something. Jesse, Jesse records a lot of stuff, but I did see on Instagram that they went there to record. I yeah. this album's phenomenal. Like it's really it's good. really good. It's really good, and I love the lyrics. Um, I like the message they're bringing, and like I know they've been around in the scene for a long time. Like you said, as as kind of another band, but this like yeah, I like the EP. They was it an EP they put out before, or was it a full album? Yeah, it was an EP, right? Yeah, it was an EP, and I think it was from this same session. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. It, yeah. I like that too, but I, yeah, this was a great surprise when I, when I put it on the other day, I loved it. Yeah. They definitely brought the experience of their time in the river jacks, mm-hmm. but changed that sound in a, in a big way. Um, and it's currently free on Bandcamp. So if you go to Bandcamp, you can get it for free. I'm sure you could still throw them a couple bucks, um, but it is free on Bandcamp vinyl available at meter records always love a band that practices what they preach too so yeah nice 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 little nice little bit of input there mike oh that's that's the color (laughs) and what have you been listening to well it's like i said it felt like we've been away for months and haven't talked to each other about music but so i had to windle it down windle dwindle dwindle it down Uh, you don't windle something down you dwindle it down right no no neither no it's a it's whittle. Whittle? Yeah. Could like, you not whittle like something you down? To... Is it whittle down? No, I don't think so. Okay, we'll I think whittle. it's whittle. 
I don't think he would dwindle it down. No. Okay, I whittle but, it down to four albums. <laughs> now you got me questioning. It. I'm pretty sure "whittle" is the word. Whatever. There, I, I I cut it down to four albums. Was that fine for you? <laughs> well, see, cut and whittle go together. Like whittling is a form of cutting. Okay, I cut it. Let's just go with I cut it to four albums instead of like a zillion. Uh, All right. <laughs> these are four that have been uh, on some steady rotation. The the little low EP reason to grow. Um, nice. I'm sure you've heard us talk about it on previous episodes. We've been I've been waiting for this EP to come out for a bit, and uh, it didn't it didn't disappoint. Uh, yeah, just make sure you check that one out. Uh, they're also really cool people too, which is also a thing I enjoy promoting. Uh, did you listen to that one, Nate? I did. Yeah, really good. Excellent. I, I've enjoyed front to back. Yeah. Uh, a band called Niz and their EP called Must Be. They're a hardcore band from LA. Um, they kind of have like a 90s alt spin on hardcore. I don't know if that makes sense, but it. if you grew up in the 90s, you sort of, there's a certain way things were recorded and stuff like that. And this is sort of have, it's not like 90s hardcore, but like 90s alt music that was heavier based had like a certain sound to it. I don't know. If, does that make sense to you? Like what I'm saying? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think if I heard it. Yeah. If you heard it, you know what I was talking about. Anyway, they kind of have that feel, but hardcore. So like they still have that punk snotty and like it's very hardcore. And and the, the singer is awesome. Um, uh, they have a single called Fuck You Boy, which is like which caught my ear. And it's just a great AP. And they seem like to be super intense and fun to see live. Uh, another one I've been listening to is a band called Timeshares and their album Limb. Uh, yeah, I really like that one. Yeah, I love this album. I was trying to think of a comparison because there's a comparison when, to other band when you're listening to it, but I can't put my finger on it. Could you put it? Yeah, no, I, I felt the same way and I didn't know what it was. Um, and I still don't know what it is, but there, there's definitely, maybe it's just something, it's that genre and that sound that I just really like yeah like it's maybe it's maybe it's not a band it's just it's a sound that i like like it's punky it's got emo elements but it's also like alt country too like to it like there's like i don't know what it is like the, i thought maybe red city radio but it's not as heavy as red city radio and it's like it's not it doesn't as have that gloss on it either no yeah it, yeah that's a good I, point not that gloss either i don't know what it is but it's awesome totally worth checking out uh, and the last one is a band that I just kind of came across a few weeks ago called Sunliner and they're self-titled and they're from the UK. Uh, I don't know a ton about them, but this album is so good. It's like uh, vocally, it's very much like the Flatliners, but a way more aggressive yes. punk Flatliners than than the Flatliners have been in the last little while. Yeah, like I felt like an early kind of, but ska departed flatliners. Yeah, like, not to say the, the flatliners, but more like a straight ahead, like punk flatliners than like right than anything they've done. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't sleep on this album. I'd definitely check it out. Uh, and they have a song called, they call him Gambler, which is like one of my favorite Simpson lines ever. So I was sold on that right away. <laughs> Uh, I honestly, I don't know anything about that band other than somehow I, I think I saw the album artwork and was like, oh, this might be interesting and just take huh. a quick listen to it on Apple music and was into it. So, well, that puzzle piece fits Mike. Yeah. 
You didn't even have to hammer it in. No. It just fit. Just fits. Yeah. Like a glove. Not like the kind of glove that OJ had, but the glove. If the glove fits. Am I right? Yeah, OJ jokes are trendy, right? <laughs> <laughs> People know all about that, uh, right? Uh, I think so. Do we get to the list now? Do we do the list? Yeah. We, are you done? We're done. We, I'm done. I only did four. That's going to be hard to pull your top 200 together, I think, with the amount of things that you've enjoyed this year. Like, I feel like a lot of things have been fairly top tier for you, Mike. There was a lot of releases this year. It's going to be very difficult. Yeah. It feels like there was a lot. Maybe because of the pandemic, there was so much that came out this year. But maybe it's always that way. We're saying that for years to come. Yeah, who knows? We're going to say over year over year, it's going to be because of the pandemic. Yeah. Well, I like a good excuse. My first selection tonight comes from the year 1997. This was actually the first, the first image that popped into my head when we started talking about doing this episode. And I thought, well, maybe that one won't last the whole way through. And it did. It lasted the whole way through. It lasted through multiple cuts. This is one of my favorite album covers of all time. And it's just because I think it's it's hilarious. Um, the album is Unmerry Melodies. The band is Bigwig. Let me let me describe the album cover art. And this is the original cover art. This isn't the one that you might find on iTunes nowadays because, well, I think there were some legal troubles with it. But the original is is a rough looking cousin of Bugs Bunny who has a sweat flattened mohawk who's coming out of what appears to be the Looney Tunes circles. Can we say Looney Tunes on this podcast? I think so. I think we can say Looney Tunes as a descriptor. It appears. It's like it's it's like saying alleged, right? Like it's appears like because we've gotten trouble with the gnarly people. <laughs> we have, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I don't want to, I don't want to get in trouble with the gnarly people again. So stop saying gnarly, Uh first of all. Um, Bugs's cousin has got his fist up displaying a straight edge X that's created by intersecting carrots, uh, which is, which is just beauty. Just beauty. I think they may have gotten away with this if it weren't for the back of the album, which is the Warner Brothers logo. (laughs) Um, but it's just backwards, making the initials BW instead of WB. BW, of course, for bigwig. Now, I'd heard rumors of cease and desist letters from Warner Brothers forcing them to change the album's artwork uh, to the watered-down version, which is now available, um, where the Warner Brothers circles are replaced with the name Bigwig Unmerry Melodies written over and over again in the shape or design of a circle, um, and the big B dub is taken off of the back as well. You know, I just I, I say, why Warner Brothers? Why why did you get get upset by that? Like this is like pre-internet. This is like who even found this? Yeah. Who at Warner Brothers found this record that maybe had like a thousand CDs, you know, printed? <laughs> Some parent was just like wrote a letter. <laughs> Bigs bu- big bugs bunny money got in the way. <laughs> um, 
This is their first studio record. Uh, unfortunately, it did suffer a little bit from the recording technology of the time. But there are some really good songs on here, I think. This is a Fearless uh, Records record. Um, I just, I, I still dig this record. I love the cover art. Um, I think it's unfortunate that they had to succumb to, to uh, what would you call that? Big movie? I call it big, big studio. I, I call it Big Bugs Bunny Money. Big Bugs? Big Bugs Bunny Money. <laughs> big Bugs Bunny Money. That's hard to say. Ooh. You found a new tongue twister, Mike, for your your prep for all the shows. Yeah. You can finally move on from seashells, she sells. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Those shells by the seashore. That's right. Those shells. Yeah. Um, and I picked the song Best of Me. The Best of You? The song's called Best of Me. It's not Best of You. Right. It doesn't change depending on the perspective of the person saying the song title. I might write them a letter about that. Did you did you expect this one? You you seemed fairly complacent. I did not expect that one at all. But it is oh. it it is a, a funny thing, and I, it's definitely of a time where punk bands took big corporations and mocked them on t-shirts. Totally. And you saw that a lot on t-shirts, yeah, right? And I, I think it. you get away with it from the t-shirt because you only had so many pressed, and they were on a tour, and like you know you, you probably weren't selling you weren't them on your feathers. website. <laughs> Yeah, really, right? But like, I guess when you put it out on an album, that's a little too in your face to big bugs. Um, I think my favorite of all of those was the uh, the Good Riddance Tim Hortons Cup. That was great. Always punk. Yep. Any any others that come to you, Mike? That you that you, you a had a bunch of? of them. I feel like you had like you were had a lot I had of the, a couple of them. Did you have a Green Giant one? Did somebody do a Green Giant one or is that just a Green Giant t-shirt? No, it was just a Green Giant t-shirt. I was a big fan of uh of big vegetable at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to do the show anymore. I just wanted to That's so, it. it's been mic drop. Been 7 years of me wanting you to admit you were a fan of big vegetable. <laughs> We finally got there. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. I can't. I can't think of the. Other. Was there a Wendy? Somebody must have done Wendy's. Oh, I have a Lagwagon Wendy's one. Like currently. Yeah. What did you choose, Mike? Okay, my first one's an EP, so it's kind of a weird one to pick. But I couldn't get past how much I love this artwork, and it's a hundred percent album I picked up solely on the artwork. Uh, the artist is Sam Russo, and it's the Refuse oh, to nice. Lose single. And the song, well, I'll tell you the song after, but um, I hadn't really listened to Sam Russo before. I heard his name and maybe I'd heard a track here or there. And I knew he was more of a solo singer songwriter kind of thing. And this album was supposed to be a, a quote unquote more punk version of some of those tracks. But like I said, what really made me check it out was the artwork. And I just loved how um, it just appealed to me. Uh, it's done by Dismay Design, who has some rad horror based designs. Uh, and this one in particular is a skeleton or zombie coming out of an arcade machine. I don't know if you have you seen this art before. Oh, oh yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, like I wish it was on a shirt. Like I know Dismay did a, another design for him on a shirt, and it's it's more of a, a homage to the Halloween movies with the when Mike Myers is the ghost with the glasses on a bike, and, it, and it's rad too. But I would would love to have a shirt with this arcade thing. It's so good. You should write them. Yeah, you should it's say, work. hey. Anyway, um, the album doesn't. Disp- the three songs on this are so good. I still listen to this all the time. Uh, so you called it an EP, and then you said it's three songs. So it's a single, really. Hey, 
All right, let's let's. We don't need to. We don't need to go there. Whatever it is, it's it's short, (laughs) but the artwork. I feel like the correction. The correction was necessary. Thank you, Nate. I like you that you keep me uh, honest here. (laughs) Yeah, honest Mike. That's what we call (laughs) you. Anyway, I went with the song "Young Heroes" because I don't know. All three are really good, but "Young Heroes" stands out to me. So, great choice. This single is a showstopper. (laughs) Uh, It's it's real good. I like it. Yeah. That's a great choice, Mike. I knew this was coming from you. This is definitely your style, your aesthetic. Even though you can't define your style. You know it. <laughs> I define it this way. Makes sense. I mean, that's very me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever gone back and listened to other Sam Russo stuff? Like now I love, I really like his solo stuff, like his other stuff as well. Yeah. But, yeah, I've gone back a little bit. Yeah. We can leave it there. And let's listen to some songs. Best of me, big wig. I'm Mary Melodies and Young Heroes by Sam Russo off the Refuse to Lose single, not EP. Big week. Yes, you know me.
Mike, how do you feel about like characters or like band logos that have been created for cover art? You like that? Or does that become a little bit tiring for you after a while? No, I think that works. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. And some of it becomes like iconic with the band too, right? Like if something sticks with a band and then you, that's like what you always associate with the band. Yeah. Like I'm thinking like Goldfinger, right? And like the, the kind of space woman that they have on all of their covers or like um, Teenage Bottle Rocket, you know, every cover is just a different color with, with their yeah. kind of logo in the middle, right? I respect that for sure. I think that's a, that's a neat thing to do. I, I, if I had a band, I doubt that's what I would do. But it's like any sort of branding, right? Like, it, you mm -hmm. know, that's a TBR album, or you know, that's a Goldfinger album, or you know, that's Pennywise, or although Pennywise doesn't always have the logo, just do they? No, not just. I think they have different elements yeah. on there, and then the logo does appear as well. Yeah, yeah. I hate this new style. I don't know if you've seen this new style of of cover art that's coming out, and I mean it. it it definitely comes from the digital switch or the streaming switch. Whereas, you know, it's, it's like, well, why would we put all this time and effort and money into the cover art? That's like this tiny little thumbnail that nobody actually cares or pay its, pays attention to. But then you see it like on vinyl and it's like, geez, like, I don't like that at all. Like it's, it's like iconography. Have you seen any of these albums that have like, you know, iconography has its place for sure within design, but I don't know that album art is really its place. I think I know what you're saying. Like, just when it's like, let's say like. It's just like a singular color on a singular color. So it's like white on red uh, and it just looks very like blocked out, right? Like it's very simple. See, I don't mind that. It's, I don't mind that, uh, but it has to be the right band. Okay. Like, because hardcore bands and emo bands were doing that for years and like, post-punk bands i like it just depends on it i thought you were talking more like of when bands are just like oh i'm gonna put like this polaroid photo i took of like my dog on the front and it's like sometimes, that, sometimes work. that works sometimes that works but like other times it's just not like it's just lazy yeah <laughs> some of it looks lazy so i guess i don't like if it looks lazy like like you said like they did it because they don't care it just feels too simple you know what I mean? And then when you see it put on like a big 12 by 12, like vinyl, it just, it doesn't work at all. Like, and then in the thumbnail, it just looks like you just kind of slap something on there just to fill the space. Yeah, I get it. I can see why that wouldn't be like the best artwork. Uh, yeah. But I think like all things, it could be done okay. And it can be done really shitty, probably more often shitty than not. It's another ill of the streaming world, Mike. Let's just go back to yes. the old-fashioned ways of the iPod, right? The old-fashioned ways of the iPod. Let's go back. Yeah. Let's go back in time. All right. Well, my next one, I picked a album that has a photograph on the front. It's a professional, full-of-intent photograph. Mm -hmm. That's what I picked. The album comes from 2014. It's this band's eighth studio record the album despite the fact that it comes from 2014 it still feels like this band's latest album to me i don't know why um and they put out at least one album since then uh the band is Lagwagon. the album is hang um and i just i love this 
this image. Um, it, it caught me the first time I, I saw this record and uh, it's something I still go back to. It's just such a powerful image. Uh, I'm, I'm sure most people that listen to this podcast would have a fairly quick picture of what this looks like. But for those of you that don't, it's a noose hanging in the middle of the image with bees flying all around it. And I tried digging up some info like on it um, about the photographer, because I'm sure I read something about it when it first came out, um, but it came up empty. So for anybody who says the internet is forever, it's a lie. It's not forever because I couldn't find something I saw years ago. Um, but but I'm pretty sure I remember reading an article at some point, um, and it was describing the photo shoot and, um, the photo that resulted is very true to form that this was an image that was captured with this noose and bees flying around it. Um, it wasn't just kind of a manufactured photo after the fact, kind of assembling, you know, different pieces together, um, which always really impressed me, um. It's a really powerful image um, that really plainly says, you know, we're destroying the world. We're hanging ourselves kind of a thing. Um, so that's that's the album I chose. And the song I chose is Cog in the Machine. I love this album. It's so good. Yeah. For a second there, I thought it was the last album. I thought you were talking about the last album. I'm like, it's railer. Yeah, I'm like, it's funny. There's a guy like rollerblading. <laughs> it's a photo <laughs> but but i don't know that it's the top five yeah i don't know i think Lagwagon's got some great album covers yeah like i do i like even like double platinum how it looks sure it's a, and it's uh, catchy looking hoss hoss is great is is a great album cover trashed also great uh let's duh. talk about feelings duh yeah i mean they're good they're good at it they're all very good is it the metal of this album? Is is it that metal leanings in this album? Is that that grabs you? Yeah, I mean, like to me, I thought this was like all the good stuff about Legwagon that I like in one yeah. album. Yeah, it's very much like the best of the old and the best of the new Legwagon yeah. kind of pulled together and and mashed together to make this record. I'm a fan. Number two for me is an all girl band from Montreal. I'm pretty sure they're from Montreal. I could be making this up. Uh, they're from Canada for sure. Uh, I'm I'm like 99.9% sure they're from Montreal. But that 1.1% might screw me over. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I can trust that, Mike. The band is Pale Lips. Uh, the album is Wanna Be Bad. It came out in 2016. Um, so I've always been a sucker for like comic book and cartoon art obviously because i like comics a lot and stuff and this is one of those albums but again this is one of those things that can go horribly wrong <laughs> right. if, if done if done uh in a bad way but uh this cover is hits the sweet spot it's a girl with a switchblade out wearing pins with the band name and the album title uh and musically it, it kind of hits hints at the kind of punk this would be uh garagey bubblegum pop punk um, it's a really fun album and it's always putting me in a good mood when I listen to it. So yeah, that's another band. I just picked up solely on the album artwork. I don't know this record. Do you know the pale lips at all? Like the name sounds familiar. They're, they're really good. I mean, I really like them. So, but I, I'm a sucker for that kind of, uh, theme. well, you, you love bands from Montreal as well. <laughs> I guess if there's one thing I know about you. 
I just like bands. I mean, you're not certain they're from Montreal, no. but like you're pretty sure. But it's CanCon. It is CanCon. We should ring a bell or something. Should we just have like? Don't you think? Maybe. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> we do something. I don't think I want to talk about Canada and making noise with like horns or anything right now. It's, a, <laughs> it's like waving a Canadian. It's like if you drive with a Canadian flag on your car. It's a bad connotation right now. <laughs> it feels unnecessary. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No, check out Paylips. They're good. All right. I'll check it out. No, do it, Nate. I'm going to do it. You better do it. I can't do it right. I mean, not right Fuck now. We're going to listen to Lagwagon. No, you do it. We're going to listen to, we're going to, we're going to listen to Lagwagon first. Okay. And then we're going to listen to Paylips. All right. Okay. I can, I can agree to we're that. Gonna listen, we're going to listen to Cog in the Machine by Lagwagon off the album Hang. And then we're going to listen to You Make Me Want to Be Bad off the Paylips album Want to Be Bad.
I was a little bit worried that you had already picked this one as you started talking about things and then you didn't. So I'm glad. Maybe you picked it later because I feel like this one falls into your wheelhouse as well, Mike. This one comes from 2016. This is a true EP. I think there's five songs on this. It's not some single I'm calling an EP. It's, it's a true EP. The five song EP is called Love and Other Crimes by the band Masked Intruder. Oh, this, uh, is, this is one I almost thought about using. Almost thought about, but didn't even make your short list? Well, yeah. Because I did, well, I, only because I put the caveat on, I had to have picked up the album based on the artwork. That's what I went with. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't go with that caveat. I went with just like things that I still really love to look at or things that no, when that's... they show up, I know I can do it my way. I'm not, I'm not asking permission. I'm just letting you know. You should be asking permission. No, there's no permission. Um, I love this, this album cover. I thought this was another cease and desist that, that came from this because um, I mean, it's, it's very grossly connected to garbage pail kids. I mean, it's, it's a direct grab from garbage pail kids yeah. which is near and dear to my heart i i love the garbage pail kids and um it it's it's a piece of nostalgia uh from my childhood that has come into my life as it is now i i love that tops is doing them again and that you can buy them at specific stores even you can buy them right then and there you can buy like limited edition packs as well um yeah, the Garbage Pail Kids just makes me happy. And I think so you this... just want people to call you Nasty Nate. <laughs> there are so many great Nate ones out there. Nasty Nate's not one of my favorites, though, Mike. What's your favorite? Um, I have one that says Great Nate, and it's like Tony the Tiger attacking. Um, I think that's, that's, a great, that... that's a great image, but I feel like you were like, I like that it called me Great Nate. You're not great. No, Nate. I just <laughs> wow. You're nasty. Nate, a turn. You'll always be an nasty. Unex, Nate. <laughs> an unexpected turn. I was having a conversation with some this this guy named Lee not long ago. He uh he's a friend of a family member and he showed up at a dinner and we got to talking. And though his name is Lee, um when he was in high school um and played in rugby, he got the Nickname Nasty Nate, <laughs> which is is odd because you were um, like, I'm Nasty Nate. There's only, one, <laughs> there's only one Nasty Nate in this town, and it's me. And then did you guys SummerSlam throwdown? <laughs> no, we actually had a gun shootout at oh. uh, high noon. <laughs> That's okay. Also a Nasty Nate. <laughs> I demanded. I demanded satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go on with Nasty Nate, the rugby player. Not you. <laughs> Well, that's the end of that story. Oh, okay. I just thought it was, I hadn't heard Nasty Nate in such a long time. And, and here it was right in front of me. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, this album or EP is, uh, there's nothing unexpected here. Uh, just super hooky melodies supported by lyrics of a masked boy wanting to meet his forever girl. Um, yeah, it's great. Garbage Pail Kids. Love it. Did you, did you not think there was a cease and desist about this? I feel like we talked about this. I and don't we were both this. bummed out that like they were being forced to stop it and then or to, to halt presses on it. 
and then it's the only image that pops up. Like there are no alternate image. I know like, that, but it's not it wouldn't be shocking if that came up. Who knows? Uh it's not like big pale kids got involved here. Tops Tops doesn't have that kind of money to care. <laughs> <laughs> then I've got Daffy Maybe. Duck on the payroll. Maybe that's true. I like I've always liked their the first defense EP artwork that where it's like the ghosts from where they kind of oh, look yeah. like the ghosts from Pac-Man. Pac-Man? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is an illustration as well. Yeah. Not a photograph, just in case you were yeah. wondering. Did you pick the song Photograph by Nickelback on this? Oh, I didn't. No, that's not on this. I picked uh, <laughs> Beyond a Shadow of a Doubt. I'm just fucking you. <laughs> Every time you say photograph, that's all I can think of is that stupid, stupid song. Well, look at this photograph, Mike. Yeah. Every time I do, makes me laugh. You know more of that song than I would like to. It's all I know. Whatever that's it. That's where my knowledge begins and ends. That seems like needless Nickelback Nate talk. <laughs> needless nate that's another gpk i have one that's <laughs> gpk <laughs> yeah i have i have one in my house that's prime nate i like that it's pretty good i yeah, do like the great good. nate one too sorry that's a great that is a an awesome one i just wanted to mock you a little bit the the best one mike i did buy like a uh one of those special packages um and it was like from the pandemic and the one that that had my name on it is got like a, you know, it's it's an illustration recreating the lawyer that showed up for court in, you know, the Zoom meeting as a cat. Do you remember this? I do. <laughs> and and it says I'm Nate a cat. Oh man! When you search for garbage pail kids now, can you just search for like your name and like only yeah. purchase your name? Yeah. Oh, you can't just purchase it though. No, you've got okay, to. You still got to get a package of cards and hope. Oh, you, there's, and hope your name's there's in there. a lot of there's a lot of doing around making making those connections, Mike. You right. can't just like call up your name and buy that card. I'm sure there's some kid on eBay that's got it. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, that's a collector. This that's is, a collector's world that I don't like to get involved in. Yeah. Solid choice, Nathan. Solid choice. My choice is the one that I picked on that mixtape episode. The band is Dangerous Summer, and the album is War Paint. Um, this is another band that I had never heard and strictly picked up based on the artwork. Um, I had always kind of assumed by looking at it, it would sound like Taking Back Sunday because it kind of has that kind of look to it. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Uh, it isn't far off, but it, and it's in that wheelhouse, though. Uh, it doesn't sound like them, but if you listen to it, you can see what I mean. Uh, I don't know if it's the album art or something about when I pick the album up, but it always feels like one of those albums I should listen to on a hot summer night uh, when it's too when it's a little bit too bright out for the time it is. Like you know, like in July or the beginning of July when it's like eleven o'clock at night and it still looks like it's six o'clock or whatever. Right now, like now, where it's five o'clock and it looks like it's midnight. Yes, the exact yeah. opposite. Um, I don't know if it's just like the the colors and the artwork or the way that the buildings are in it or something. Anyway, just uh, it's just a feeling I get from that uh that art and that album. Um, and that's something that I I know that when I pick up albums, I like that kind of feeling too, like that where it feels like a time or something. Like 
whether it's like a vintage look or like seasonal, like I, I guess I, we've talked about it before, like sweater weather music or something like that. It just, there's certain things with art that can invoke those feelings, I guess, too. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, uh, this is, was an artwork gamble and it's always been a win for me. And the song I chose was no one's going to need you more. I'm not sure if that's the one I picked on the mixtape episode, but if it is, you, well, you can know, hear it again. And no one went back to that episode. It's a long time ago. You can't now. Like I, I tried going back on the website. Nathan, we don't want to talk if... about the website problems. I, <laughs> I will address that at the end of this episode, but there, are, right. there are some issues. Some major right, so issues. We're not addressing that right now. No, I'm, that's not a my lawyers a are working conversation with Porky Pig. Your then... lawyers. <laughs> uh oh. Masked intruder <laughs> like beyond the shadow stopped. of a doubt. <laughs> you just know, gotta like, stop. Yeah, it's sometimes. Stop. Masked intruder, love and other crimes. The song is beyond a shadow of a doubt and dangerous summer. No one's gonna need you more. Off war paint.
So we're talking about art, right? That's what this topic's about. Not art. not Looney Tunes. <laughs> no, not Looney. Stop saying Looney Tunes. You can't keep saying Looney Tunes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Stop saying it. <laughs> Can we talk about Warner Brothers? No, sorry. No. W Brothers. <laughs> no, we can't. About Warner B. <laughs> nope. Okay. That's cla- you can't do that okay. either. Okay. Talk about art. Next time on the W. The broad, the broad scope of art, Mike. There was this publication I was reading the other day, and it was really interesting. Um, the it, it was the art that really grabbed my attention on the cover, and then the art that you know followed followed through. And the the artwork on the cover was to do with. Um, the conflict in, in the Ukraine. And it was this really like, like eye catching artwork. And it had kind of this, I don't know, like this eighties cartoon villainy kind of aesthetic, like mixed with shepherd fairy um, and like mixed with propaganda posters. Like it was, it was really, really cool um, uh, visuals that, that they had created And then I read a little bit further and, you know, how technology has really played a role in this conflict, especially early on. Um, What the what the publication decided to do was they took an artistic approach and having all the artwork um, for that that article and for the cover created with A.I., that's that's really weird. I I've seen a lot of that AI stuff. That AI stuff. It's so weird to me. But it didn't look like the AI stuff I'd seen before, where it was like pushing photographs together. Mm-hmm. It was taking like art from other places and creating its own art. Like I remember not long ago, like maybe five months ago, six months ago, somebody saying, "Hey, check this out. Just like dream something up, put it into this, you know, this AI machine and or or this like search window, and it'll just create, you know, a bunch of images with whatever ridiculousness you've yeah. you've dreamt up." And that was like five, six months ago. But like now, the advancement in just like that short time, like. This legitimately looked like somebody had spent hours and weeks and maybe even months creating, and it was done using AI. There's a site I saw actually today, and you could like basically draw what would be the equivalent of like a three or four year old drawing like things, and then it'll put into AI and make it come out like a like an actual painting. So like if you were like drawing like a beach. You could draw like a few lines of like blue water and like a couple rocks and like a tree and it'll like come up with an image that like resembles that in those kind of spots. That's like good, not just like chicken scratch. Right. Right. Weird world we live in. Well, then it got me thinking like, is this, is this the beginning of the end for how we value art? Right. Like, is it, you know, now that you can have something much more customizable that you can just do with keywords, you know, is that, is that where art is headed now? And obviously is cheaper and and far less time consuming. And then I started thinking, well, maybe it's not, you know, it won't be like that for everything. And we won't value that art as, you know, kind of the same way we value all art. And maybe it's kind of like the transition of when like electronic music came up, you know, where, 
that genre kind of pushed away traditional instruments and the way that music was created and then used this completely digital landscape to to create a brand new genre yeah i, I mean i'm again i'm not gonna i'm not qualified to comment too much on art in general but like you got to think that everybody's always going to take new advancements and do things with it and there'll be people that are are great at that kind of art but there's always going to be someone that's still like watercoloring and make it great or sketching and making great and like art like there'll always be something but there's always advancements and i don't know if you necessarily want to thumb your nose at something that where someone like like you said that caught your eye and it, yeah. it takes time it still takes someone's creativity to make that work right it's just maybe not the putting of it to get the putting it together but you still have to come up with the pieces to get there right i think if you're in a band and you don't you you're thinking maybe iconography is where we want to go let's go the ai route oh this is this is let's all just a long-winded route so you could get rid of like <laughs> iconography yeah, within not get rid of iconography. I don't want the iconography community coming after me saying, you can't get rid of us. I don't want to get rid of you. I just don't want to see you on albums any longer. Do you think the WB network has anything to do with iconography? <laughs> <laughs> Probably everything. Probably. But I don't like to talk about them. Okay. This next one, Mike, again, I think falls within your aesthetic, but it is I, I love it i love it so much um i'm just gonna get into it uh this is uh this is this is the bronx and this is their first self-titled record so i guess it wasn't known as number one out of the gates but would later be known as number one it came out in 2003 uh for those of you that maybe don't don't know the the exact album i'm talking about it's it's a horror aesthetic it's a tight shot of a female vampire's mouth open exposing her teeth and blood is dripping out of her mouth and onto her chin and it spells the blood spells the word the words the bronx it's it's not my favorite album of theirs but definitely my favorite artwork of theirs I love this on a t-shirt, a poster, even a lunchbox, Mike. I love this album art. Uh, I, I agree. Very Mike. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I picked up the album based solely on that as well. Was this was this on your list? It was not, but I do love love that artwork. I came late to this party, and I've done a lot of reverse discovery with the Bronx. And this one, I I don't think I... I mean, I picked it up, yeah, because of the uh, because of the artwork on it. And there's there's a good couple, like more than a couple. I, I like a lot of the songs on this record, um, but the one I chose is "I Got Chills." Are they multiplying? Are the 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 chills multiplying? Yeah, isn't that the lyric from a song? "I Got Chills," they're multiplying. Maybe not. Maybe I'm making that. I, I don't know. Not Could not from be. this song. I think it's like an old song, maybe from Greece or something. <laughs> that's a weird pull it's a very weird pull because i hate from, grease from grease i hate grease <laughs> <laughs> it's probably from i don't know uh grease of <laughs> <laughs> all things to call upon <laughs> i'm gonna use that in like every day 
I'm going to be known as the guy who just leans on grease for everything. It's grease lightning, baby. <laughs> What's that from? What's that that sentence from? Isn't that from something like, uh, I don't know, uh, grease? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you pick a number? Did you pick a, a, fourth. a fourth? I did, Nate. Mike? Can you, you believe did? it? Okay. <laughs> I can't. This is a band where it's a double combo of a band name and artwork. The band is Triple Deke. The album is Five Minute Major. So they're a, a melodic punk band from Fargo, North Dakota. And it's a band I found on Bandcamp when I was just like skimming through. But the, the band name caught my eye because it's a hockey reference. And then the artwork for this album was two goalies in a hockey fight. Um, I can't actually tell which goalies they are. I feel like I should know this, but I don't. So maybe if I've, if these people listen to the podcast, they could let me know what goalie it is. And there's a lot of references to Mighty Ducks and other hockey movies on this album. And basically, it's all hockey themed. Um, the one caveat is on the online, the Apple Music version of the art is different. And from what I can tell, I think they had to take down the original version and resubmit because they had used sound clips. So they manipulated the artwork a little bit. And it isn't as cool as the original artwork that I saw. It's like got like a filter on it and it kind of just it lost a little bit of the appeal because the original artwork kind of looks like um, just like old hockey card kind of like mm. there's a certain art. I don't know what that would be called, but like that kind of style of art. But with the filter on it, it looks a little bit more digitally. Anyway, yeah. Disappointing. No, it's not disappointing. The album's great. And it's self-released. <laughs> it's self-released. came out in 2019. So do you have the OG artwork or do you have the newly updated artwork? I have in my Apple Music the updated, but, right. but I do have the original in my like mp3 folder because i have it from Bandcamp. so all right so. see this is the problem with streaming when when you know big wait big warner big bugs comes no, this in is disney man decides- disney's disney's did this one <laughs> it's the other <laughs> this is big mouse <laughs> or emilio maybe emilio was like fuck you guys man yeah you guys you don't you don't mess with emilio estevez no. He's Emilio. Then he might even get Martin Sheen on your ass. You don't want to deal with Martin Sheen. <laughs> he's like Marty. a mean man. <laughs> Actually, he's like, he seems really nice, but maybe like too nice. The kind of guy that stabs Do you. you think in the Martin back. Sheen's a nice guy? He might be. I don't think so. You don't think so? What about Charlie? No, <laughs> no not nice. You guy. think Charlie and Emilio show up like in like Repo Man movie? Like as a tag team, and just no. want to like take you out if you like use a sound clip with their voice. No, no. The Bronx. <laughs> I got chills. And Shiffle Deke open net a five minute major. Let's go. 
practicing that triple dig? Yeah. Then you're all set. You may make it, you may not. But that doesn't matter, Charlie. What matters is that we're here. You look around. Whoever thought we'd make it this far? One, two, three, triple dig. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who has hung around with us, discovered this podcast randomly, been forced to listen to it because you felt obligated, and anyone that has contributed in any way possible to the enjoyment of this podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks for hanging with us all year. I'm sorry for the couple episodes we missed, uh, but uh, that's life. Thanks always to Nate for doing this with me and indulging my inner nerdiness and need to talk about music with people. Uh, hopefully you guys stick around and come back in January. Um, I think we're going to try something a little bit different this next season. Not too different, but uh, we're going to try to do something that ties each episode together. I don't know if we'll be able to pull it off, so I'm not making any guarantees, but <laughs> it's a little teaser. It's, it's a maybe. It's a teaser. It's something we're considering. It's like me showing my nipples or something. It's like a little bit of a tease. 
Uh, Free the nipple, Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where am I with? Yeah. Where am I with all this? Just I got. What's that line from? Free the nipple. Is it? Is it from Greece? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Greece is all about freeing the nipple. Because <laughs> uh, it's electrifying. Anyway, uh, if you're so inclined and I do it, check out the Mike Love Fest. That is my year-end episode. It'll come out after sometime at close to the end of the new year. Uh, thank you again from the bottom of our hearts. It really makes us feel special that more than one person wants to listen to us and chat with us about this. We love getting the lists. Thank you for so many this year. Hope to get some cool ones for this episode. And then hopefully some year endless as we close out the year. Anyways, we always want to hear from you. So check us out on Facebook, Instagram, our website, which isn't working. I promise that I will get to that. And uh, it's just, I don't know what the glitch is. I'm trying to fix it. I'm not that computer literate. And Nate doesn't want to help me. It's all Nate's fault. He said he doesn't like the internet. He said he wanted to blow it up. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, thanks again. Love you guys. Can't wait to, to get some more episodes in. Nate? My last one. There's no reason for this album other than the fact that, like, I just think it's it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> the first time I saw it, I think you're, it just made me I'm laugh. I'm starting to think your art style is it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that can be a big part of my art style or my, my, my preference. It comes from uh, 2017. Uh, this band's artwork just keeps getting better. The first couple uh, very much reflected a, a party boy image. This album does not reflect that. This album was was a big departure from that. This album is their third full length, and the album name basically sums the artwork up. The album name is And the Magic of Horses, which is just completely <laughs> ridiculous uh, by the band The New Swears. Some more CanCon. Let's ring that bell. Um, I don't, it looks like the cover of like a tween novel. <laughs> That might be called like the new black stallion or, or it's like a poster, uh, from like one of those scholastic book. Uh, see, I totally thought it looked like elementary. A, I totally thought it looked like a horrible, like poster you see for like, uh, like shitty bar that has a, has a country band coming that night or something. And you're just like, you know, and they were like, just put a bunch of pictures together. That looks like a collage. <laughs> Sally, it, too Sally good. Two Guns is playing tonight, and she's gonna rock the town. <laughs> isn't that twenty dollar cover? Well, Sal, Sally Two Guns, isn't that a character from Greece? <laughs> Greece Two, Nate. Greece Two. Oh, my bad. Sorry, sorry. Uh, just for those of you who haven't seen this uh, album cover, it's a hmm. it's a frosty image of three horse heads poking out of the clouds over a mountain range. And at the bottom of it, walking along a silhouetted trail are the four silhouetted members of new swears. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's unexpected. And that's why I love it. Um, this album does have a bit of country vibes to it. So I guess it's not completely off base, um, but also like nightmares, I think that's what it's called. Their their newest one, which is a couple years old now. Like it just it makes no sense for what's coming on the record. 
And I love it. I think it's great. Uh, the song I chose is Halos in Hell. It, it also kind of looks like if you're like scrolling on like, I'd say Netflix, but it's more of like an Amazon Prime thing when you got like <laughs> yeah. shittiest like like <laughs> C-rated family movie or something on there. You're like, oh yeah. That's totally. Just- some horses some hallmark bullshit yeah like but it's like a knockoff of something so it's like yeah you know what i'm talking about oh i know exactly what you're talking about and it's like super punchy colors so it just like really pops it really stands out from the crowd it's great so i'm gonna i'm gonna end with some can con as well Excellent. Um, Ring the bell again, No, Mike. we're not ringing any bells. We're not honking any horns. <laughs> we're not waving any flags. We're just doing our diligence with the CanCon so right. we don't get screwed by the government. Just like right. <laughs> the government. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think the gnarly people are really <laughs> probably in cahoots with Valiant Thor. And, probably. And Sasquatch. I saw a skateboard deck for valiant thor the other the day band or or the dude no the band <laughs> no, the band yeah i think the band's releasing something soon or i read something i don't know that's usually what a skateboard deck you know points to there's a record coming okay this is an album that i clearly remember walking to work when i worked at the record store and looking at the artwork and saying oh i'm totally gonna love this album so i picked it up without ever listening to it and uh, the band is Alexis on Fire. The album is the self-titled album. And uh, nice. Yeah. Like I honestly, and this is one of those things I thought the album, because I knew nothing about them. I thought the band was Alex's on Fire. And I kept telling people it was Alex's on Fire. Uh, but it's not. I was wrong. Uh, it's something. This is the one with the girl, yeah, right? On the, the front? switchblade, which might be my trope, I guess. So George, I believe. It was George. This is his, I think, girlfriend at the time. And he took this photo. It's a great, it's so cool. Like, I love it. And you know exactly what the album's going to sound like. Like, just like 100%. Um, I, I still am baffled that this is the album that broke them. Like, if there was a band I never saw blowing up in the mainstream, it was them. There's right. nothing about this album that screams radio play. Right. Or like regular video rotation, like nothing about it. I would love to see the AR guy that just was like, no, this is it. Let's like do it. And it's, it's awesome. It worked out and people love it. But like, yeah, if you were a gambling person at the time and someone was like, here's simple plan and here's Alexis on fire, pick one of them to put on the radio. Then it's going to be like a big deal. Like, yeah. I think Strombolopoulos had a lot to do with this band breaking out too. Yeah, maybe. Like, it makes sense from him, but it's just like, I don't know. It's crazy that it's not a sound that seems like it would appeal to like 30 something moms, if that makes sense. No. Right? But it did at that time. It's just, it's insane. Well, I think, I think like it shows how much influence, though, much music really did have on like, how Canadians were accessing and absorbing music that, that that influence that George Strombolopoulos would have had in pushing that band forward. I think he did that for the Flatliners too. I think he helped to push that band forward as well. And maybe Closet Monster a little bit too at that time. Like yeah. he really pushed Closet yeah. Monster. Anyway, uh, 
like I said, the artwork was is still so aesthetically pleasing to me. Um, yeah, and love this album still. It's still one I go back to. Like the rest of their albums, I'm like hit or miss with, but this one I still like love listening front to back. It's a classic. It is. And the classics never go out of style. They never do. They never do. New swears, the album and the magic of horses. The song is Halos in Hell and... Alexis is on fire off their self-titled. The song is 44 Caliber Love Letter. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Say nice stuff about us online. Stay cool. Be excellent to each other. And uh, come get gnarly if you're allowed to say that still. Uh, my lawyer says, yeah, fuck do it, Mike. Remember that time you kept playing me and playing on again. And I'm still here praying for a miracle. Give me a sign. Friends.
Caliber love letter straight from my heart. Living in motion. Let's all No, I said it's not some single. I'm I think calling. you said dingle. No, nobody said, let's rewind the tape. <laughs> I hope you said dingle. <laughs> See, I did not say dingle. Okay, I okay. said single. Okay, okay, let's so go. Clearly single. All right. Single. All right. Uh, that's okay. I'm not that pretty, so no, you, can, okay. you can keep looking at your notes instead of my face. <laughs> well, oh, I yeah, I guess I just you. can't see you your just face. Can't see me. That's really just so a... It's me that's not pretty. That's what you're saying. It's me. No, you're pretty. pretty. You're it's a not, handsome devil. It's not nice, Mike. A handsome devil. It's not nice. <laughs>